Welcome to Stories of COVID, the interview project that explores what it's like to experience a global pandemic. I never thought I would see this in my lifetime. It is scary and it's very real, but it's not hopeless. As I said, I changed three planes. None of them were wearing any gloves or masks. I've never seen so much support for freelancers or artists in the in the media um, as I have now. They both laid me off from just the advent of the, the outbreak. I'm anthropologist and author Veronica Kieran, and I am building an interview archive of stories and anecdotes that define this time in history to write a book preserving this experience for future generations. If you'd like to help preserve this moment in history for future generations, check out the show notes to sign up for an interview. Johnny King lives in New Orleans. Just after Mardi Gras, the numbers spiked in the city and everything shut down. Johnny lost his job as a yoga instructor at a recovery center and his artwork sales also plummeted. At the time of this interview, Johnny had received some of the aid money from the government, but was working to figure out what was next in order to keep his livelihood and his passions alive. I was in Guatemala um, over carnival. And I don't think we heard about it there. I think we started hearing about it as soon as we got home. I guess what I remember most is that what I was hearing didn't seem like the truth. I felt like I had to go searching for what was really going on. So I was peeled to NPR. Uh, I was looking at every link and connection on Facebook. Um, I was scrolling news stories. Um, because what we were hearing uh, was no big deal. This thing will pass. It's going to, you know, it's just going to disappear uh, like poof. But I knew seeing what was happening in other places that that wasn't right. And it just felt really weird to have to, almost like a detective, um, search out what was really going on myself. How has my perspective around the pandemic changed? Well, so personally, uh, I lost my job right away. Uh, I teach yoga at a treatment center to men in recovery for alcoholism and drug addiction. And at first I was seen as a vital employee. But as soon as the spike happened in Louisiana and we saw the severity of it here in New Orleans, uh, I was dealing with an at-risk population. Uh, a lot of guys are coming right out of jail where I teach. Uh, a lot of guys are coming off the street as well. So it didn't necessarily make sense anymore for them to have me coming in and out of the building. What I didn't know was that they were going to, for now, eliminate the position entirely. So my other source of income came through renting out my house and I was going to be not doing that anymore after the spring anyway, but I was going to have one last series of hurrahs, some super big rentals for French Quarter Fest, for Jazz Fest. Uh, all of that was going to float some 
home repairs and uh, carry me through the summer um, and really allow me to focus on my studio practice as an artist and, uh, and teaching yoga. And at first, I really felt shot out of a cannon. Um, I consider myself a, a survivor and B, I always look for the silver lining. Uh, I was having a conversation with my brother and it really felt like my life could go three ways. It felt like I could come crashing down because I had a limited amount of money, don't really have savings right now, and I was gonna be paid through my job through the end of April, even though we weren't working during that time. And I really felt like I had a month to kind of like figure this all out. I was also very excited because I've been 1099 employee for the same company since 2014. And I saw that I was gonna be able to apply for unemployment for the self-employed. Now, right now, uh, my application is into unemployment um, and it's still being reviewed. Um, I have a certain amount of money left and it's just interesting to, I feel like I'm in a bit of a holding pattern, but I don't know whether my plane will run out of gas before I have an opportunity to land. Now, also as an artist and as an entrepreneur, uh, I'm working on, I've always dreamt of uh, bringing forth a, a coloring book. So, the virus has me thinking of my art in different ways. I have had friends who had exhibitions open right as this thing hit. And some of them kind of had an opening night. Uh, one friend kind of canceled, but showed up anyway, just to see who would come through. And it made me realize I want to bring my work directly to people. Now I can still come down to my studio and I can come in here and paint. And I wanted to give people at home the opportunity to experience the deep meditative practice I have when I'm creating my work. So that's in process. Uh, it'll be coming hopefully within the next month, but who knows if where income from that will fall in relation to everything else. Also, I self-isolate or shelter at home. Oh, I do that incredibly well. And I just kind of made my home my spot for having coffee, reflecting, reading. I don't really need to see other people to feel great, um, but that was two months ago. So I've reached a point where um, income is no longer coming in. I'm starting to feel some of the stuff of not interacting with others. And now that we're moving into phase one here in New Orleans and phase two of the city reopening, I'm really not in a rush to get back out there. Um, but I'm starting to feel a little bit lost at sea, which is funny that I say that because this morning, uh, because of that, I, I was feeling kind of funky. Ordinarily, uh, I read and write every morning um, I meditate every morning, and that's really dropped away this last week. I just, when I open my eyes in the morning, I haven't had what it takes to sit with myself. Man, I've, I've been without money at times in my life, and that is a ridiculously challenging place from which to build anything. 
So my goal is to not get back to that place. And even though I really am fine through June, I don't know what comes next after that. I've got a super large family. Um, a lot of my aunts aren't very technologically advanced, but through the help of some of my cousins and my brother, everybody figured out how to join the family WhatsApp group. At first there was like a hundred messages every day. And even now there's a good 30 messages. People are sharing uh, their lives with each other uh, from Missouri to California, to New Orleans, to Florida, in ways that we've actually never been in touch before. So I left home when I was young. I was a painter from the Midwest. My first stop was New York. I moved to Montreal, San Francisco, before finally making New Orleans my home. And the biggest thing I've regretted is not being there as babies are born, as uh, not having that connection with cousins, not being there for times like Easter or Thanksgiving and missing some Christmases. And it's amazing now because I can jump on that family thread anytime I want and see what's happening uh, across the country. And we weren't in communication the same way before the pandemic hit. Also, a number of us are in recovery. My mom's family's pretty wacky, but uh, everybody's kind of uh, figuring it out now. And a cousin of mine started hosting uh, a Zoom recovery meeting on Tuesday nights. So that was really beautiful because uh, a couple of my aunts, my mom, my brother, my cousin, my uncle, uh, from New York to, again, St. Louis to uh, California, we were able to drop in with each other. Now we can't get out to meetings now. So it was amazing that those meetings were able to come to us. And we've all been in recovery for different lengths of time, but we've never uh, attended a meeting together. So to be able to have that family meeting together has been fantastic. Also, I immediately posted a couple coloring book pages on the internet and watching a few um, friends of mine who are musicians do little private concerts and throw up their PayPal and Venmo. Um, I threw up my PayPal and Venmo as well. And the first $50 towards producing that coloring book uh, have already been sent to me. And it was wild because there was one particular day that I had money come in from no less than five different uh, cash app sources. And it was just really neat to see the way that we're able to support each other. Now, also in New Orleans, we're already a, a really strong community, but suddenly people started posting, um, I've got different seeds that I'm leaving on my porch. I have a new harvest of vegetables that will be available on the porch as well. Uh, I put out a stack of books um, and it's just been really neat to see of the resources that we've shared. No, mostly on Facebook. I mean, they might be using Nextdoor as well, but that's where I've seen it the most. Mm -hmm. Also friends who are yoga teachers have offered classes. A friend who's a meditation teacher has offered a, a meditation. And I was shared a 21-day uh, abundance Deepak Chopra meditation that couldn't have come at a more perfect time. 21 days with every morning listening to a meditation, followed by written exercises. And 
in this time of insecurity and uncertainty, it was amazing for those 21 days to focus on uh, abundance and growth, to recognize fears when it, they started creeping in that were very real, but to recognize that I could choose something else in its place. Now, I shared that 21-day meditation as well, and then it was beautiful to see um, people set up their own meditation groups and watch them share that program as well. So even though I was home by myself, a meditation program was being shared with me, I was sharing it with others, and each day as they completed their exercises, each day as I completed mine, I would post and they would post uh, to the groups, letting them know that each day was done. So it felt beautiful to feel connected with others uh, around the country and around the world, who were, in, even though I was physically alone, uh, to know that we were going through this together. Thank you for listening. Subscribe so that you don't miss an interview. I interview multiple people a week, and I am releasing these episodes as fast as I can. And if the story meant something to you, share it, because it will probably mean something to someone else. Every time you share the project, it helps the project grow. So thank you. Until next time, stay safe, stay well. <laughs>